You're listening to Rewire with Susan, the podcast for you to learn in 12 minutes or less software development topics in the most simple way and acquire some guidance for your career in tech. Strap up and let's go. Here's your host, Susan. Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of season four. I can't believe we made it back here for this new season. It is wonderful, like absolutely wonderful to be back. It's been September since the last episode and yes, a whole lot has happened between then and now, a ton of things. But the most important one to me, at least, is that I got married to the love of my life in December and it's really been cool being a wife. Um, It's surreal even calling myself a wife right now, like I can't believe that's actually happening. But yeah, that happened. And so my advice to you is go get married, kids. Just kidding. Only do so when you feel ready to, of course, no pressure. And of course, you will never be absolutely ready. (laughs) Just putting that there. Anyway, today I will be talking about something interesting, which is basically my predictions for 2022. A lot of things are changing in tech, which is normal, of course, in tech. Things change, like, literally almost every day. But I'll just be talking about, like, my trend predictions in technology for 2022. Yeah, so let's move. The first one is Web 3.0. Now, it is no news that Web 3.0 is, like, the new kid on the block, You must have heard about blockchain and Web 3.0. And personally, I have been seeing like some crazy salaries for people who take on blockchain or Web 3 engineering roles in some jobs. So really, what is Web 3 all about? Why is this like really important right now? Why is it it possible? You know, why is it a trend? Why is it going to be trending in 2022? This is what we're going to be talking about. So before I start, I will talk about you know, what Web 1.0 and Web 2.0 are. And then I'll explain what Web 3.0 is for those who are maybe not so familiar or just hearing this for the first time. So Web 1.0 started around 1991 till around 2004, 2005. And basically this was what the internet was to them. And I'm using them because I clearly wasn't born around that time. So what this was, was that they had like static pages. It was like a dictionary hyperlinked together and it was mostly useful for consumption, right? So when you checked for information on the internet, it was read only. There was no interaction. And this was what Web 2.0 solved. So in Web 2.0, it started in 2004. Yeah, so we had more interactivity it emphasized user-generated content, meaning that users had to impute information for the platform to be able to present you content that is in line with the things that you like, essentially. So what this also meant was that companies were now able to collect information from us, centralized companies like Facebook, Google, got data to serve us in quotes better content that applies to us personally 
And this is the reason why if you visit your Twitter page, you would see something different from what I would see on my Twitter page, because of course the content depends heavily on what type of user you are and what you like. So here comes Web3, the new kid on the block, which some people are really loving and some other people are seriously hating. Anyway, <laughs> Web 3.0 solves a couple of problems which we had in Web 2.0. Now, in Web 2.0, we had centralized apps which need you to fill in information in order to serve you. Now, the information could be obviously used to do other things apart from serving you, <laughs> for instance, spying on you and, you know, doing some other creepy things. And I recall asking my friend about a particular brand and the next thing I saw when I opened my Instagram account was the exact brand and products as an ad staring and smiling at me. I definitely got the creeps from that. So it's okay when you're giving data for a valuable service, right? But there's obviously a problem when this data is used to spy on you. And so a key problem with Web 2.0 is that there is no data transparency on privacy. And secondly, you don't exactly profit off sharing your data. Big organizations use your data to generate content for you and make money off it, making you the product. Now with Web 3.0, it is different because you have full control of your content, what you post online, and you could also profit off this data. And that is like really cool. The idea is that we would now have a decentralized system where there would be no corporations that own the apps we use, as is the case in the current Web 2.0. A huge part of Web 3.0 is the blockchain technology. The blockchain technology is sort of a new method of storing data online, and it is only accessible by people who have permission to it. So it's controlled by the person who owns it. So some cool things about the blockchain system is that it's built on open source software. Also, another thing is that transactions can take place between two people without a third party like we currently have. You can send Bitcoin to your friend and your digital identity is not linked to your real identity. So for instance, if you wanted to buy or make a purchase in this new Web3, you could do that with a, a digital identity. Like, for instance, Toby wants to make a purchase. Toby doesn't have to make the purchase under the Toby identity. You could totally be different from your real life identity. And yeah, so obviously with this introduction of the new web and what the internet is potentially going to look like in the very near future, there are concerns, <laughs> there are obvious concerns. And the first one being that there is lack of control and bypass of government regulations. I mean, the government wants to control things, rightfully so, <laughs> so we don't have anomalies and you know things that could cause harm to people. So this lack of control is a huge concern for the government and amongst many things of course these are just a few concerns i'm listing about the web 3 is the fact that the system might not be as free and as open as it claims to be jack dorsey pointed this out jack dorsey as we know the former ceo of twitter 
pointed this out and in his words he said it's a centralized entity with a different label okay yeah so that's that about web 3.0 i personally think that web 3.0 and the concept of it is not going away anytime soon it's in line with the introduction of the metaverse and with the introduction of the metaverse and how we communicate being more immersive this is something that would definitely transform and revolutionize how the internet works right now and the system of the web as a whole and it is something to look forward to secondly we have the artificial intelligence powered chatbots and these are unlike regular chatbots they are powered by ai they understand user requests through natural language processing and they give intelligent response to them so you see this in a lot of websites right now you're able to chat with the bot and it gives you information about what you need and this is one of my top trends for this new year of course some of these trends already exist but these are likely to grow in its use and you know keep trending in this new year the dark mode ui is the third on my list the dark mode is really when you have dark lights as background color now the dark mode ui is obviously not new a lot of applications and websites now allow users to toggle between light and dark modes it's discovered that users are able to use sites for longer because it reduces eye fatigue sites are more generally appealing in dark mode dark mode also boosts accessibility because there is a higher page contrast and users can focus more on visuals and content another plus is power saving lighter backgrounds tend to take up more battery life tech biggies like google facebook reddit and twitter are already using the dark mode ui the fourth on my list is immersive technologies now it is no news that immersive technologies is revolutionizing the present and the future this immersive technologies basically is changing the way we experience technology by integrating physical the physical environment with virtual content so currently we are able to communicate with pictures and videos from social media networks and we are in the in quote information age but with the immersive technology we are heading towards the imagination age which will make the way we interact with one another have more realness and depth than it currently is of course in the immersive technologies we have the virtual reality we have the mixed reality and the augmented reality i'm going to talk a little bit about this for those unfamiliar with those terms those new to the immersive family now the vr is a technology that allows you fully immerse yourself in a digital simulation environment and totally block out your boring immediate environment using a vr headset so this is where you find in like video games and some fitness apps you can use vr to travel the world go into space swim with some beautiful sharks under the ocean i'm not really sure who would want to do that but it's possible with vr now, augmented reality refers to technologies that augment or enhance the user's perception of their natural environment. So basically, it superimposes digital content over their natural environments. 
ikea is a very good example of this ikea has an app called the place app which allows shoppers to use ar to place furniture into their homes <laughs> they can visually see how the item will look also the mixed reality obviously is a combination of both realities examples are the microsoft hololens and the lenovo explorer with the mixed reality you're able to manipulate digital contents into the real world these headsets are not the vr kind they have a lens which allow you to integrate the real world with the virtual world so there is actually so much we can do and learn with innovative tech like this for example seeing in real time a beating heart and understanding how it works you know in school when you learn this thing they are theoretical but i personally see how via immersive technologies as a whole will transform the way we learn about things will make them a, a bit more real and tangible other examples are like learning how to drive a car with the introduction of web 3.0 and the metaverse we see that most of these realities will mostly be huge parts of where the internet is heading to possibly Towards the end of 2022, uh, in a couple of years down the line, nobody really knows yet because everybody's still figuring out what these things are and what they mean for us. But I personally see that this will take shape as the years go by. And yeah, those are my web dev trends for 2022. Let me know what you think. I'd like to hear what your thoughts are about this. And thank you for listening. See you next episode. Cheers. Head on over to rewirewithsusan.com to catch up on all episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to your podcast player and drop a review if you like this show.